Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, happy Thursday. <laughs> Only Nigerians greet by day of the week, by any day for that matter. But anyway, welcome, welcome to this special Salt Talks podcast. If you know me well, you would know that today we'll get a podcast. Actually, this podcast should have come out yesterday which was my first official day in my new position at work. So every milestone, every key event, anything worth remembering or noting down would always have a podcast. (laughs) It's just the way it is. Um, I was just um, reflecting on what I wanted to share today and um, I remember that when I celebrated my 30th year anniversary, that's 30 years of being a working person, I did a podcast. I cannot believe that it was over 40 minutes long. I was like, what? Who does that? Who does a podcast for 40 minutes? I wonder if anybody listened to it. Funny enough, it has like over 70 or so listens. I am am quite surprised. But anyway, in that, I basically told my whole life story, as, you know, as a working person in that um, podcast. I do not intend to do that today, but um, I want to kind of celebrate, if you like, this day. Today is day two. Uh, I am in my new role as the media relations manager for Shell Companies in Nigeria. I am super excited super grateful just in awe of how god has worked things out in my life you know and what i love the most is that um i know that work will ramp up eventually but this past two days and i i think even in the coming week it's going to be a gentle easing in for me because i have a a great supervisor and um the the members of the team are they are they know their onions they know what they know they know what to do so really you know i'm just looking forward to learning because it's a completely different space for me you know i've spent like seven years in internal communication so um now going into external comms um with a focus on building and continuing to you know nurture our relationship with with the media in nigeria and outside nigeria is completely new to me however somebody did point out to me that what was i talking about because i have done i have had cause to relate with the media because of the work i do with Shirley's foundation even before the foundation when i used to have book readings i used to have i used to have um contacts in the in the media because they would come for those events but i suspect that <laughs> that is not enough for me to say that yeah i am a, i am a guru in this space i am coming in to learn and i'm looking forward to it what i'm hoping to do with this podcast is to just um track my journey but in a different way and i hope you enjoy it because i'm gonna break them down into like um, um periods of time and then um have this saved on my podcast for me to come back to again when i'm celebrating another milestone by the grace of god just like i did today listening to the podcast 
of when I um, celebrated my 15th year anniversary with my current employer after already working 15 years um, prior. But anyway, so 1991 to 1998, go back to University of Ibadan, go and get your PhD. That was my papa, my prof's response to me telling him that I had gotten a job as a bilingual confidential secretary. He's from Ikiti and he's a prof. That says it all, doesn't it? He could not understand why I, a newly minted master's graduate, would settle like that. Somehow, I convinced him that this was right for me. He grudgingly agreed. At least, you will make use of your French, he said. And he was right. All the French I did not speak, learning the language in university, I spoke as a confidential secretary to the GM commercial then, Mr. Roland Ribou. He could speak English, but insisted on speaking to me, mostly in French. It was a game changer for me. Having this guy on my side, as well as the ladies, Habiba, Gloria, Ajiri, you know, really helped. It was my first job and it was a good job for me. It was a training ground for seven years. By the time I left there, I was proficient in the use of Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and I was even in charge of the management information unit of the bank. Not bad for a 23-year-old that had never worked on a PC before seven years earlier. I literally had not worked on a PC before I got that job. I didn't even know the first thing about using a computer. Moving on, December 1998 to 2006. Why do you want to take on another PA role? This time, it was my MGM, my mighty good man. He felt I was ready for more. I just wanted to work for IBTC, as it was called back then. For me, getting that job was like winning the lottery. And to be honest, my eight years working with ANAP, the CEO, was a big win for me. If my time at CBCLN was where the foundation of my career was laid, then IBTC was where the structure was put up brick by brick. And the truth is, my title may have been personal assistant, but I know that the work I did and the experiences and competencies I gained were such that I would interview eventually and get a job working for Shell. For the details of these stories, you have to really should go scroll down, scroll down, 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 and go and check out the I Am 30 Salt Talks podcast. It gives you more details of these my career escapades. April 2006 to June 2006. This is not an HR role, but who cares? I work for Shell now. <laughs> It was later when I was moving out of my first team in Shell to my second job that I fully understood why God had led me in through the path he had chosen, relationships. The connections I made in those first two months are still a blessing to me today. Like seriously, it was also the place I had to put I had to be put to use and grow all of my people and interpersonal skills. I was this Janjala looking woman, 
brought him to oversee a team of close to 15 people, some of whom were older than me. It was just God. By the time I was leaving, we were a close-knit family and I still remember the send-off party they threw for me till this day. Till this day, there are people in the Shell um, corporate immigrations and travels team that are like my besties. You know, they're my besties. So I thank God for that slice of time. July 2006 to January 2015. <laughs> Finally, HR, HR at last, HR at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm in HR at last. <laughs> this is where I got to work with my best boss ever, Jibola Ashade. I learned so much, and honestly, I have to, I really will thank every supervisor that I've had in my life, even the not so great ones. Each one of them taught me something. They taught me how to be a good supervisor and how not to be a supervisor. So thank you to them all. But um, thank you, Jibola Shade. Thank you, Banwo. Thank you, Obinao Yegulam. Thank you, Cheesy, Udwanoche, um, Rishi, Malhotri. Those were my bosses from my HR days. And of course, thank you, Adaobi, Danita, Sasha, Tanya. Dr. Ajay and Bamidele, who have been my bosses in my time in internal communications. And Bamidele is still going to be my boss anyway, because he is the head of comms and media relations, falls under the communications, media and NGO um, relations team. So I did internal comms from July 2006 to January 2015. And I want to just take a flashback to 20, to November 2014. And I spoke about this in the other longer um, v, um, podcast. And it's about how we must always speak up for ourselves. And again, I have to thank Marcia Legbear because I don't know where I'd be today if I had not taken her advice that day. I remember she was sitting in front of me and she was like telling me, you know, go, go, go and go and talk to the GM of comms. Go and tell him that, you know, you know, you, you, you're looking to come and, and work for him. You're so good at writing. You're so good with communication. Go. Meanwhile, yeah, I was just sitting there just wondering, you know, why? Why would I do that? But I did. And I thank God that I did. Because if I hadn't taken my career in my own hands at that moment, I don't know if I would still be working in Shell. I don't know, to be honest. So I, if you're listening to me now and you're wondering whether you should, you know, make your desires known, make your wishes known to your boss, let me encourage you to do so. What's the worst that can happen? They'll tell you no, you know. But hey, what if they tell you yes? What if they, like me, they keep it in view and when something comes up, they remember, hmm? So thank God for that and thank you to Dr. Philip Imshebila for being the one who kept me in view. And when an opportunity came up, he remembered. February 2015 to May 2022. I thoroughly enjoyed my time as an internal communications advisor and then internal communications manager. Skin. I have had the most fun. 
Yes, actually, it's almost illegal how much fun I have, and I have had the best people to work with. First of all, I was there working with Adalbi, then she left and opened up the opportunity for me to become the manager, you know, and then I worked with Daffy and Rogers Holiday. Lovely, lovely, smart, oh, smart, smart young lady. And then she moved on, and then Laurie came into my life again because initially, when I first joined, Laurie and I actually worked for Adalbi. And then she was rotated out into another role. And then when I became manager, she rotated back into communications. And we have the best working relationship. Sometimes we read each other's minds. I mean, it's uncanny, you know. And um, it's such a joy working with her. And we've told ourselves that, you no, know, we're partners for life. Wherever it is I'm going or wherever it is she's going, we will always work as a team as best as we can and i've grown so much in in this in in this um seven years that i've been there had the best bosses who saw so much in me they just gave me wings to soar you know and then here we are today it's now june 2nd but i was reflecting on these things yesterday on the first of june you know and I'm just, I was just looking up and I was talking to my dad and talking to my uncle and talking to my sister because in that order, that's how I would have made the phone calls. The moment I, I heard I had gotten the call, I would have called Prof, then I would have called my uncle Abiye, then I would have called Sholly, then other other people, you know, would have gotten it, you know, but... um. I still got the, that opportunity to chat it <laughs> to the family group at least and tell them and everybody was excited. People who are close to me were, were excited. And what has really, really overwhelmed me is the reaction of colleagues at my job to this announcement when it went live. This was last week, I think Monday or Tuesday, till this minute. I am still getting messages and I think that kind of goodwill from people you work with it can only be a God thing so I give God all the glory to and I thank every single one if anybody from my job is listens to this thank you thank you thank you thank you for just the outpouring you know of 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 joy with me celebrating with me on this development in my life and you know people wonder you know why why do i like to share my stories why do i do this podcast why do i talk about happenings in my life like this especially i think when it comes to sharing my career journey it's because it will help people it will help people realize that there is no there's no fixed path to one's destiny you know god has set out a, a destiny for us and what i found is that at least for me in spite of ourselves he's very intent on making sure we fulfill that destiny so i i wanted to come here today before before i go to update my profile on linkedin before i officially shut the door on my seven years in internal communications and open the door to a new season in my life to a new uh, to a new level to a new mountain that i'm going to take on i wanted to come and share this you know and do this soul talks and just reflect you know on how amazing god is and i wanted to also 
you know, encourage somebody out there to trust this God. Look at where he started me. Look at where he started me from. You know, I I from I was a secretary, y'all. I like I was a secretary, you know. Um but I love my becoming story. I have come to embrace all of my story because every part of, of my journey is what has brought me to where I am today. The good, the bad, and the downright ugly. You know, I thank God for, you know, I just thank God that, um, first of all, I thank God that I don't look like everything I've been through. I thank him for that. I thank him because... I know that I'm not even done yet. Now I get it. Papa God, now I get it. You know, uh, every time I would say, please, all I want to do was marry and have children. I'm sure you be, you were looking down on me and saying, really? Okay, wait, I'm coming for you. But I thank you that I've, I have gotten married. I thank you that I have my children. And I'm grateful for that. But you have given me so much more than I even ever could have anticipated for myself. So, you, listen, if God could do in my life what he has done and bring me step by step by step by step higher, moving towards his purpose for my life, you know, and this is somebody who only just wanted to marry and have children, you know, imagine what he can do for you, who has always had a deep hunger to be more, you know, use me as your example. See what God has done for me. See how he has helped me. And trust him that this same God, you know, that has been so amazing in my life, he is the same one that if you run to him today, if you stick with him and trust him alone, he would even do more for you than I am celebrating right now. I am super grateful and I'm looking forward to the journey ahead, you know, and it's for me, life is a one day at a time thing and that's the beauty of it. I think that's why I'm more at ease now. I have to be anyway because me, I check my BP every day. <laughs> I, don't want, I, don't have, I don't want any stories that touch. So I really try to exhale a lot of the negativity and just... I put them at the foot of the cross or I cover them with the blood of Jesus. Ah, it's, it's not a Niger thing. I learned it from Joseph Prince. If, if <laughs> you said any negative thing you don't want to hear, you don't want to see whatever, just cover it in the blood of Jesus and it will go away. And it's funny, maybe psychological, it works because for me, there's power in the blood of Christ. Nothing can rear its head up, up, you know, through that barrier. You know, so I, I use that to maintain my peace and everything. And I, um, I think at the end of the day, if there's anything I want to say to you as I now go off to go onto my LinkedIn and uh, change my profile, is God is enough. My dear one listening to me right now, God is enough. Trust his love for you. Okay? See you on the other side. It's your girl, Salt, here. Stay lifted and hold fast to your saltiness. Bless you.